Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. After Europe approved the COVID vaccine for kids, excessive deaths among children increased by 755%. Recent studies now prove that the COVID vaccines are being transmitted to children through the vaccinated mother's breast milk. A recent Harvard study shows that the COVID vaccines are far more dangerous than COVID-19 itself. And the CDC has quietly acknowledged all this. All of these facts were once explicitly labeled false by the mainstream narrative. The awakening masses are now aware that these experimental vaccines are deadly and that we are all being lied to, but we still don't know what these mysterious poisons are doing to our bodies. Macroscopic research has shown us that some of these vaccines contain graphene oxide and what appears to be self-assembling nanotech. Morticians have found massive inorganic so-called clots growing inside the vascular systems of the deceased vaccinated. And the FDA has been using transhumanist slogans to push the latest COVID booster shots. So it isn't surprising that people are now questioning the vaccine when it comes to a strange new phenomena being captured by security cameras from around the world. Several videos show people suffering from the same strange attack. First, they act as if they see something over their shoulder, compelling them to turn their head. As the head turns, the body follows. An arm lifts, as if to point at what they are seeing. Their body then spirals into collapse and begins to spasm. turning their head to see something and then spinning into collapse. do not appear to be a hoax. And if they are not a hoax, then what is this? It has people speculating about 5G and has others thinking about CERN. 
Whatever it is that is going on, we are still injecting this deadly poison into the young bodies of our innocent children. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Folks, just one of the creepiest videos I think maybe InfoWars has ever produced. The latest Greg Reese report, deadly COVID vaccines and the mysterious downward spiral. Looks like it's got to be neurological damage of some sort. They twitch over to the right. It's very strange. We're going to be covering a lot of stuff from COVID. We'll be talking about the hurricane. Tons of videos to show you today. Taking your phone calls. It'll be a very big day here on American Journal. We're going to spam the world. Talk about the singular conspiracy that is assaulting us all. Don't go anywhere, folks. Infowarsstore.com. You can go there. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Get everybody in the stuff together. Harrison Smith, you're watching The American Journal. I was just about to do the Daily Dispatch, and I realized my second story has been removed. This is the problem with doing things on Twitter is Twitter deletes stuff before you have time to print it out. But it's all right. We'll do it in real time. You'll see what I'm talking about. Thanks so much for being here with us. Very glad you're tuning in. Our uh, thoughts and prayers out to everybody in Florida. We have a big collection of videos from the hurricane, Hurricane Ian, that is striking Florida as we speak and has done massive, incredible devastation to that great state. We'll show you a lot of those videos and talk a little bit about that as well today but let's just get into it shall we here it is your daily dispatch all right here it is folks your daily dispatch for thursday september 29th 2022 you know uh, we get another chance another example of the idea of democracy coming down from the Big tech, great reset, World Economic Forum types that run the world. Google silences women. That's a story. That's a headline at Infowars.com. YouTube removes Georgia Maloney's viral 2019 speech. Google-owned YouTube removed the video of a 2019 speech from incoming prime minister of Italy, Georgia Maloney, which has been going viral across numerous platforms. The internet giant claims the video breached its community guidelines, a transgression that apparently took several years in a successful election for it to notice. In the fiery speech delivered to the World Congress of Families in 2019, Maloney laid into globalist elites who attacked national identity, gender identity, and the family. Clips of the speech circulated widely on social media following the victory of Maloney's center-right coalition at the recent Italian elections. And of course, you can find that video on band.video. We played it here on American Journal, and it will not be censored, unlike Google and YouTube. But this is just one of a series of examples of big tech censoring the now incoming prime minister of Italy, Sure, millions of people voted for her. Sure, she won a legitimate election and is going to be one of the primary leaders of one of the world's you know, most important countries. But that doesn't matter to the World Economic Forum. That doesn't matter to Google or big tech in any sort. See, they don't like her, so she must be silenced, just like they did with Trump, just like they'll do with anybody that opposes anything they believe. 
and this is their love of democracy, right? They have to destroy the right wing to save democracy. Democracy in their mind is if you vote for the people we like, it's democratic and wonderful and good. And if you vote for people we don't like, then we will use every ounce of power we have to silence and destroy them. That's how democracy works in this new world order. Now, the second story I was talking about earlier that doesn't exist anymore because uh, the tweet got deleted. It was originally a tweet from Bernie's tweets on Twitter, very good account, and it was showing that if you search the name of the prime minister of Italy on Twitter, Giorgia Maloney, under the photos or the video tab, uh, no results. Nah, they've never heard of her. They don't, they don't know what you're talking about. Who? What? It's just the prime minister of Italy. Yeah, just millions upon millions of people casting a vote for her to be the representative of their government. But uh, Twitter's never heard of them. Twitter doesn't want you seeing pictures or videos of her. Just total, absolute technocratic control from unelected bureaucrats and, I don't know, limp-wristed weirdos in Silicon Valley. They run the world now. They get to decide who you see, who you talk about, who gets to be heard from. It's up to them entirely. Try to search their name. No, they've, they've never heard of them. It's really incredible, isn't it? Same thing happens, by the way, if you search is Jeffrey was, – was Jeffrey Dahmer gay on Google? No search results come up. They're just like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never even heard of that. That's crazy. Sort of in line with some other stories we'll talk about today. Moving on here. Putin set to proclaim annexation of seized Ukrainian territory on Friday. Pre- uh, President Vladimir Putin will sign formal documents on Friday proclaiming Russia's annexation of four Ukrainian regions. As Moscow rushes to lock in territorial claims, the Ukrainian army is threatening to reverse on the battlefield. The move, one of the legal steps Russia says will lead to a formal annexation of 15 percent of Ukraine's territory, confirms that Putin is doubling down on his war against Ukraine despite suffering a major military reversal this month. Now, in other words, they have succeeded in their goals for why they launched the military conflict in the first place. They have now held a referendum. I guess they have the results of the referendum. And they are annexing this part of Ukraine, which, again, was inextricably a part of Russia until about 50 years ago when under Soviet dictate it was handed over to the province at the time of Ukraine. And uh, since the dissolution of the USSR has been a contentious area as it is technically part of Ukraine but populated entirely by Russians. Incredible. From Infowars.com, yet another data point in the collapse of the vaccine narrative. Vaccination increases infection risk by 44%. This study from a little place called Oxford. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if it's the type of organization you would uh, trust or anything, but uh, it is the oldest university in the entire world. So there is that. Two doses of COVID-19 vaccine make you 44% more likely to be infected. A study from Oxford University has found contradicting the basis of global vaccine policy, which assumes vaccination significantly cuts incidences and transmission. The study, published by The Lancet, looks at all infections reported in England among adults registered at medical practices from December 8, 2020 to November 17, 2021, meaning it spanned the alpha and delta periods. 
It is. It used a case control design to estimate vaccine effectiveness, allowing for potential confounding factors such as age, sex, age, sex, and underlying conditions to be controlled for, while individuals with prior infection were excluded. The results for effectiveness against positive COVID test, i.e., reported infection, which were found buried away in the supplementary in, uh, appendix, are shown below. Yeah, they didn't highlight it, didn't want to make a big deal out of it. It's just that if you get vaccinated, you're more likely to get the virus, which means the vaccine is not a vaccine. Isn't that interesting? You can find that story again at Infowars.com. Nord Stream gas ruptures could lead to unprecedented amount of this potent greenhouse gas. Experts say the unexplained unexplained explosions in the Nord Stream pipelines running from Russia to Europe could release an unprecedented amount of the greenhouse gas methane and be enormously damaging to the climate. Yeah, what we uh, what we need to do is arrest more farmers. I think if we just stop people from growing food or raising cows, that should offset the damage done to the Nord Stream pipeline. You know, this type of thing, like the fact that that they would do something so incredibly damaging to the environment, it's not anything new. It's the outcome of every war conflict. I mean, we're currently as we speak dropping bombs on 23 different countries we are currently spending oh just billions upon billions of dollars in ukraine dropping bombs all over that country none of this is exactly good can we have an can we have an anti-war climate change movement can climate change activists who are busy setting themselves on fire in tennis courts protesting private jets while being the slave-like adherence to the people on the flying uh, private jets can we have you guys like maybe use all of your frenetic schizophrenic angry energy and go against something like war could you do that could you do that type of thing could you point out the fact that it's not the fact people are using natural gas that's the problem it's the fact that the people that run the world will blow up a gas pipeline and spill millions of gallons of poison into the sea for uh, no reason i don't know it's it's just incredible but stories like this make me think that we will never figure out who did this because it's like the people that would have carried this out like the biden administration would be happy to admit to sabotage against Russia. They've painted Russia as evil Nazis, so of course they're going to want to attack them. They will never admit to being complicit or being a part of such a horrible environmental disaster. It would ruin all their credibility. I'm kidding, they don't have any, they don't have any credibility. It, uh, nothing matters anymore. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, the biggest sale of 2022 is now live at InfoWarsStore.com. It's the InfoWars Store Super Sale. 40 to 50% off all products in the store. Survival Shield X3, sold out for almost six months. Back in stock, 50% off. Brain Force Ultra, back in stock, 50% off. Brain Force Plus, back in stock, 50% off. DNA Force Plus, back in stock, 50% off. Physic Magnesium, both of the highest quality types of magnesium. Nobody else has got that. 
50% off. Organic greens fiber caps, highest quality, 50% off. Super Mel Vitality, Fuel Vitality, 50% off. Ultimate Crayola, back in stock, 40% off. Knockout Sleep Support, 40% off. It goes on and on. Vitamin D3 gummies, 40% off. Vaslovies, 40% off. Ultimate Fix Roll, 40% off. You need to do this for your immune system this fall and winter. Plus, it funds the InfoWar. Thank you for your support. The only way you lose is not going to InfoWarStore.com and getting 40 to 50% off on all these amazing products. Think about a world without InfoWars. Just take a moment and sit back and think about all the incredible guests and callers and stories we've broken together, this family that is InfoWars. Think about how InfoWars is cited by Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and Bolsonaro and other foreign leaders like Nigel Farage as being the main impetus towards firing up their main base to defeat the New World Order. The only reason humanity is still in the fight today is because the viewers and listeners of this broadcast have taken action and supported this show. I don't take the credit. I give you the credit. And now InfoWars is facing its darkest hours. It isn't going to give up. Without your support, we can be shut down. Please go to SaveInfoWars.com today. SaveInfoWars.com today and donate for our legal defense fund. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. back ladies and gentlemen this is the american journal a lot of videos to show you today i don't even it's like some some of them are just so sad some of them are just so pathetic and sad i don't even want to uh there's a lot of sad stories today just a lot of examples of people's lives who have been absolutely ruined by Leftist indoctrination. That really is what it is, and it's kind of depressing to see people fall for this and be incapable of being woken up from their stupor. That's just on the cultural side of things. I guess we'll play it. I usually like to try to st- at least start the show on a good note, but maybe we'll start on just the biggest downer ever. What do you th- What do you think? Should we do that? I think maybe we should. All right, we'll do it. It's sad, but we'll we'll play the video. We'll go to clip number five here. It's from a TikTok called Everyday Life. And uh, they happen to, I guess they go around and just ask random people questions and film it. And uh, they ask this one woman question. And they happen to have stumbled into a horrifying victim of leftist indoctrination from long ago. And it's a it's a warning sign. It's a lighthouse steering you away from the shore. Do not go towards the light. Do not follow the the symbol. Do not go towards the lighthouse. You're going to end up on the rocks. Let's go now to this video that's been going a little bit viral on on TikTok. Let's watch. Can I ask you like two or three questions? Surely. If you were to die today, what kind of legacy would you be leaving on this world? Not much. Not much? Why do you say that? I don't have any children. 
Is that a choice on your own? Yes. Gotcha. Um, did you not want children? Were you? I was growing up in the zero population days. Zero population days. We had enough people on the earth, and the world didn't look too good in 1970. Um, do you have other people in your life around you right now, like siblings or family members? No. So I guess you have just books. Books and music. I love that. Any kinds of particular books and music you like? I'm getting more political. I'm getting. I'm still mm. going with music. Mm. You know, as far as piano stuff. What would you say legacy means to you then? Leaving the world better off than when you got into it. Mm. Do you feel like that happened in life? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know it's like, uh, gee, what a, what a way to start your day, right? But let's 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 take the opposite. Let's use this as a learning experience, shall we? That's like maybe the most depressing video I've ever seen in my life. But there's a lot to to uh, learn from it, right? For one thing, she says, "I grew up in the '70s, the zero population days. See, there were too many people, and so I had to." curse myself to a uh, existence of loneliness and impermanence really and did it work and uh, but did it work though and she's like well the legacy is leading the world better than than when you got here is it though but did that happen actually or is everything significantly worse now because so many people fell for this exact lie zpg zero population group uh growth a condition of demographic balance where the number of people in a specific population neither grows nor declines that is the number of births plus migrants in migrants uh, equals number of death plus out migrants zero population growth is an is an objective towards which countries in the whole world should strive in the interest of accomplishing long-term optimal standards and conditions of living. You, you know what it is, though, when only one group of people is doing that and everybody else is just continuing to have population growth? It's called civilizational suicide. It's called cursing your entire civilization to despair. And it's like I don't I'm I'm not trying to be mean to that. It's tragic. It's like this woman is a victim. This woman is a cult victim. In a in a Jonestown suicide cult that she was indoctrinated into long ago and now it's too late to do anything about it. Maybe now and I, I think you can kind of tell she maybe regrets having fallen for that lie, but it's too late, isn't it? I mean, once you fall for the lie, once you know, if a woman believes this, like you, if you want to keep this woman in the cult until she's about 45 or 50 and then, then you can, you know, let her go because by that point, you know, she's made her decision and there's, there's no going back. Leave the world better than when you found it. Is it though? Is, are, are we in a better situation than we were in the seventies? There's a heck of a lot more people. There's just not like people like you. There's just not thoughtful, caring, loving, you know, people that want to leave the world a better place. Now there's just... Millions and millions and billions of more people that uh, don't care and aren't like you and aren't contributing to the American society in the way that you or your parents or your grandparents or their grandparents, grandparents, grandparents did. No, you're going away. You're, you're dying off now. So maybe, maybe you would have left the world in a better place if you had procreated, if there had been more lovely, caring, generous people like yourself on the planet, not less. It's it's honestly it's just so sad. It's so pathetic. But then what does she say at the very end there? She's like, Well, I'm I'm getting more political. Oh, okay. 
Okay, I see. I see. So you don't you don't have anything in your own personal life to care for or to pour your love into, but that's a necessary aspect of what it is to be human. So you have to replace it with something, and so you replace it with political activism. You think she's a think she's a Republican? Think she's a conservative? Do you think she looks around at her life now with no family, no heritage, no legacy, and thinks? I can't believe they did this to me. I have to fight against this mind virus, right? I mean, that would be a positive thing. The positive thing would be that she realizes, like, this is not, you know, books and music are no replacement for grandchildren. And, you know, activism, you know, marching in a in the pink hat parade is not a replacement for, for Thanksgiving dinner surrounded by a large and, and bustling family. And so, you know, the, the responsible, the, the decent thing to do would be to fight back against this mindset that is continuously being pumped in to our young people and actually, you know, be as an example and go, don't make the same mistake I did. You can, you should have a family. You should grow. You should build things and create things and leave a legacy and change the world for better, not just commit civilizational suicide at the behest of people who despise you. But that's probably not what's happening. Probably what's happening is the pointlessness and sadness that pervades this woman's very being is turned towards causing more, right? Misery loves company, doesn't it? Again, I don't want to be mean to this lady, but if she's now a a left-wing political activist that is – has been has been damned by this ideology and is now instead of fighting back against it actively working to damn others i mean what are you supposed to say i mean how can people be so horrifically affected by something and then want to contribute to that thing it's it's a psychological weakness that is damning all of us that is our legacy it's a legacy of hopelessness depression it's a legacy of half the women in this country on SSRIs. That's a legacy. Think about a world without InfoWars. Just take a moment and sit back and think about all the incredible guests and callers and stories we've broken together. This family that is InfoWars. Think about how InfoWars is cited by Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and Bolsonaro and other foreign leaders like Nigel Farage as being the main impetus towards firing up their main base to defeat the New World Order. The only reason humanity's still in the fight today is because the viewers and listeners of this broadcast have taken action and supported this show. I don't take the credit. I give you the credit. And now InfoWars is facing its darkest hours. It isn't going to give up. Without your support, we can be shut down. Please go to SaveInfoWars.com today. SaveInfoWars.com today and donate for our legal defense fund. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at band.video. 
All right, folks, welcome back. We are going to continue to talk about the hurricane. We'll show you lots of videos from that in just a little bit. And we're going to talk about the Nord Stream pipeline, of course. We have a video of Putin's response, but we cannot confirm its legitimacy, so we're probably not going to go to that. We do know that, of course, Putin is going to annex the sections of Ukraine that were the point of the invasion in the first place. That's all we know for sure right now. You know, it's one of those things, it's it's impossible to tell what is the truth about what comes out of Russia because there is no legitimate mainstream media reporting on anything that Putin ever says. So the only place you can find it is like obscure Russian telegram channels. So it leaves people actually seeking the truth and seeking a full understanding of the geopolitical situation at a complete loss as to what is actually happening. That, of course, is by design. And I'm sort of a bit regretting having started the show with such a, a downer. But now that we're here, let's wallow, shall we? We're going to continue to talk about this because this is really the point of all of it. Again, it's it's sort of InfoWars's niche, I guess you could say. It's niche to occupy the furthest fringes of what people's awareness is and People slowly come to the realization like, wow, people are lying to us? What? The government doesn't have our best interests in mind? That's kind of crazy. And like you're slowly uncovering what the reality is and we're here to just skip all of that. We'll skip to the front of the line. We'll go all the way to the end of the trail and tell you it's about killing all of you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be the ones that have to tell you this, but it is obvious. It is right in front of you. It should be readily apparent to anybody paying attention that the people currently running the world despise you and are actively seeking your civilizational suicide and you are you are helping them by ignoring them because they're in charge of a lot of stuff they're open about their plans their goals their ultimate you know greatest fantasy i don't get it personally it doesn't sound appealing to me in the slightest it sounds like a living hell uh, of emptiness and sterilization and death right they want stillness they want nothing to change and the only thing that doesn't change is a rock is something dead and inactive unmoving and so in that last segment we played a very depressing video of a older lady who's come to the realization and i guess is fine with not having a legacy not having made a positive impact on the world, having instead contributed to the destruction of all things good and lovely, and beautiful and American. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's a different way to respond to this as well, and we'll get to that. But let's just again sort of remind ourselves that all of this is not accidental. The people that are running things are not trying their best to help all of us out. And just ah, things are so crazy. It's just uh, it's hard to keep keep everything together. No, it's they're they're succeeding wildly in their actual plans. They're extremely good at it. So let's go now to clip number four. Just a little refresher of the most powerful, the richest people in the entire world and their spiritual gurus want this. They are are actively campaigning for this. Let's go now to clip number four, Dr. Yuval Harari, as well as others, billionaires, 
controllers of our flows of information, vaccine activists and others, they don't they aren't shy about what they want. They aren't shy about what they have planned for you. It's just up to you whether you listen to them and whether you submit to them or whether you realize that this is an attack and the only response is to fight back against them with everything you've got. Let's watch. And then the big political and economic question of the 21st century will be what do we need humans for? Or at least what do we need so many humans for? Do you have an answer in the book? Um, at present, the best guess we have is uh, keep them happy with drugs and computer games. And we call this the metaverse. What you guys do in here? Pretty much yeah. everything that it's you would do in the real world. world. Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? Would constitute a new useless class. When I say that these are useless humans, it's not from the viewpoint of the mother, of the wife, or the, or the son. Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? First, we've got population. Now, the world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, health care, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. Or at least, what do we need so many humans for? Forget the conspiracy. Listen to our government agencies. These guys are telling the truth. You know, there's no conspiracy here, folks. Just right. get your damn vaccine. All right. All right. Thank <laughs> you, doctor. <laughs> there's no conspiracy. Just get your vaccine and don't have children and take your, your depression pills and you know, play video games and, and be on drugs. Like, this is the thing. I mean, you know, that woman saying she has no legacy. You don't need children to have a legacy, right? It's it's sort of the best and most effective way, I guess. I guess there's something that, that fills your heart with joy seeing, you know, like seeing my grandmother surrounded by her, God, I don't know, 10 grandkids and and this point five great grandkids i mean there's something beautiful about that and that's wonderful and good and should be the goal of everybody but you know that's not possible for some people that's tragic but it's obviously not their fault other people it doesn't align with you know what they want and I, you know that's a choice you can make as well but you know why don't you i don't know volunteer why don't you actually go and and help people in some small way like the, you don't have to you don't have to just give up. You don't have to then contribute to the thing that has destroyed your life by becoming a political Democrat activist and wanting to be everybody to be as utterly and totally miserable as you are. And we'll, we'll get out of this hole. We're, we're digging deeper now into the psyche of these psychopaths and the effects that it has on innocent people who are, just want to be good and loving and, and are told the way to do that is to destroy yourself. But we'll get out of it. We'll have to wait for the next segment because here's another example of, again, just how horrifically sad it is when people fall for this cult. This is from iHypocrite on Twitter. He posts a series of pictures, four pictures. Uh, the first one uh, is this girl in the middle, just gorgeous girl, very, very beautiful smile. She's wearing a very, very low-cut dress, but you know, obviously a, a very pretty girl. That girl, we'll just cut right to the end here, turned into this girl. So there she is, pixelated but nude, and that's she went from that to that, and this is what she posted along with this. She posted a cel- she posted a celebration uh, showing 
the message saying, uh, we, we, can, we can get your surgery done. We'll get your transgender surgery done. She posted that picture of her new self along with this message from her uh, mother, I guess. Says maybe you'll have maybe you'll have to use the money you were planning to use for your top surgery consult to help your cats. Honestly, if you are going to continue to destroy the beautiful woman that God made you to be and that you are, I don't know how we can continue to keep giving you money to destroy your life. I understand that you are very mentally ill and have multiple diagnoses, but I know that in the depths of my soul, more than I have ever been sure about anything in my whole life, you are not a boy. You have been caught in a web of lies. Other people have told you about yourself and that you have believed evil and negative influences on your life. As your parents, we are in a living nightmare, and it's all we can do to survive and keep breathing to get through the next minute. I can't talk to you on the phone now because of the way your voice sounds. And then the message continues, but it gets cut off, and this girl posts this with the label transphobia and religious trauma. Apparently this mother expressing her very sincere and heartfelt and well-founded concern for her daughter who clearly – I mean this is, this is the thing. She probably does have mental illnesses, and instead of those being treated, instead of her being helped by the people around her, they take advantage of that, and they have indoctrinated her into this frankly disgusting, disturbing cult of body mutilation. We'll get back to it on the other side. Look around you. Everything I predicted from the globalist owned documents, from their own admissions, is now happening. InfoWars credibility. My credibility has never been higher. And it's because of your backing of this operation this is that I can steadfastly, despite the censorship and the boycotts and the attacks and the lawsuits, stay on air. But now we're reaching the most critical juncture in the fight together. So I want to ask all of you today to help keep me on the air. In my decades on air, I've never asked for personal donations, but I'm being forced by the bankruptcy court to pay for 40% of the legal fees, and I can't fund those myself. It's unsustainable. So please visit SaveInfoWars.com. SaveInfoWars.com, where you can make straight donations, $5, $10, $50, whatever you can, so that I can continue to persevere. I'll never give up. I'll never give in, but I could give out. Thank you for your support. Wouldn't be here without you. SaveInfoWars.com. It's the fourth coin that we've released in the last year. And I believe the most powerful, the man in the arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt. Citizen of a republic, the man in the arena. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence in the world. It will never be made again. And it's not just an amazing historic coin. It funds the information war against the globalist. This is something you want to hand down to your grandchildren. This is something you want to own. And as a fundraiser, it is funding the information war against the globalist. Ladies and gentlemen, 10,000 coins are available. They'll sell out very quickly. Please be part of history. And thank you all for your support. You can go to 1776coin.com or you can go to patriotcollectibles.com and secure this coin. There's only 10,000 of this coin in existence and it funds the info war. Man in the Arena coin, Teddy Roosevelt, 1776coin.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Folks, we're going to continue to talk about just the uh, 
horror of liberalism, I guess is the only way to put it. It's the only way to describe it. The suicide cult that is modern life, where people are told for any number of reasons, climate change, overpopulation, uh, just you know, white supremacy. Right? How many times have you seen, if you spend any time on right-wing Twitter, you see plenties of, uh, plenty of examples. One of the reasons things like libs of TikTok is once again suspended on Twitter, even though all they do is post what liberals say in their own words, and then uh, it gets deleted because, well, it's not good to highlight how damaging and destructive all this is. And you'll see TikToks of, or, or videos or, or Instagram posts of white people saying, you know, I'm, I'm too white. I, I cannot have kids and bring more white people into this world, right? So whether it's the racial guilt that you've been saddled with for absolutely no legitimate reason or the guilt for existence because of climate change, whatever it is, they'll pull whatever lever they need to and approach from whatever, you know, attack your, you know, whatever attack angle that, you, that you're undefended at to bring you into this cult and destroy you and then claim that anybody trying to get you out of this, anybody who genuinely deeply cares about you and wants to see you flourish, not wallow and destroy yourself, uh, they're actually religious extremists that must be opposed. They're, they're causing you trauma. It is, it is really unbelievable the selfishness these people have, especially – I mean it's one of the things. I, I guess it's – it's cliche, but it's cliche because it's true. It's like you really don't realize, like until you have a kid and you realize just how much work goes into it and just how many nights you're staying up all night just trying to soothe a, a crying baby and like the dedication and the care that goes into it. And then you have the kids grow up and when you're just like, I just, I just love you and want you to be happy. And they're just like, this is religious trauma. You're religiously traumatizing me. You don't care about me. You're just trying to indoctrinate me into your religion. It's like, my God, the things these people have sacrificed for you, the things these people have done for you, the pain it must be for a parent to watch their daughter you know, succumb to mental illness and depression in the first place and then to have that sickness and that illness and that discomfort or, or disorientation then taken advantage of by people who are like, oh, you're sad? Oh, you – oh, things aren't going well? You know what you should do is permanently alter your body. That's what you should do. You should become a different gender. You should deform yourself into a demon. That's what you should do. And you go and you're like, no, you shouldn't do this. You're not a boy. And they're just like, how dare you, mom? I mean it's just so pathetic and sad. Again, here's another example of uh, these, these two pictures, the before and after, Right? I hypocrite says conservatives hate him. Doctors trigger the maggots with this one simple trick. And now people are going after I hypocrite. They're trying to kick him off of uh, Twitter for doing this. And there's all these comments that are like typical conservative. Once a woman isn't an object for your desire, she has no worth. It's like, all right, I guess I get, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. Things are beautiful when they're good. And things are ugly and disturbing when they're bad. <laughs> this is just nature. This is just how it is. We are genetically hardwired to recognize this. It's why we're disgusted at things that are poisonous like mold. You take out cheese and it's just covered in fur. You're like, like because it's bad, because it's poison, because we have that innate reaction to these types of things. It's just so – it's so horrific. It, it really is a cult and this message from this poor, poor mother, honestly – 
you can just tell. I mean, it's been it's honestly been an, it's obviously been like an ongoing thing. Where it's just like they're just trying to support their daughter with everything they've got, and working against them is everything else in the world. Right on one side, you have the family, you have the religion, you have the parents trying desperately to provide a good life for their children. On the other hand, you have the media and the news media and the social pressures and the big tech companies feeding them information, just working against everything that you're trying to do. And uh, boy, is it pathetic. And it's why – and honestly, the reason why you need to talk about this is because people need to know what's happening. If if you're not involved in this, you don't read about this and understand this and look at this for what it is, which is a psychological operation to destroy – Anything that makes us strong and able to stand up against tyranny when it comes, like if you don't understand that, then you're just left with a, with a mentally ill daughter trying your best and, and trying to be supportive, not knowing that you know you should be fighting back with everything you've got. And it happens; it's happening at a very, very rapid rate with like preschoolers and kindergartners because parents again the kid comes home and it's like actually i'm a boy and if you love me you'll tell me i'm a boy and if you don't if you tell me i'm not a boy then i'm going to tell my teacher and they're going to send cps and these parents are just like okay whatever just whatever just whatever i have to do to make you happy i just want you to be happy and they're being taken advantage of so parents need to understand this is not a natural normal thing that your child is just going through and oh they'll grow out of it this is they're indoctrinating them into a cult and then convincing them to perform permanent life-altering life-destroying modifications to their body matt put it during the break it's it's progressive female genital mutilation right it's just it's it's the same thing parents need to know what's going on here that it's not just something happening naturally it's a plan it's an attack against them and they and they don't need to feel bad about standing up against it you're right if you stand up against it and we got i've got a couple examples of, of the correct response to this. Let's go to clip number six here. Oh, shoot, we're running out of time. It's, it's another sort of depressing thing, but I'll just tell you about it. I mean, it's just, it's a woman who has started to look at the effects of the vaccine and, and sort of comes to the realization that her child was likely killed by a vaccine back in the late 80s. And again, it's just incredibly depressing and sad to see this woman come to this realization. But... She comes to the realization on the right side. She doesn't – like the, the bizarre thing about this is like imagine realizing like, wait, I got my son vaccinated and then he died of SIDS. He died of sudden infant death syndrome. Oh my god, th- this was because of the vaccine. Everybody should get vaccinated. We need more vaccines. It's like, well, that's crazy. That's a crazy thing to think. That's how these – that's how a lot of these people react to this news that they've been betrayed as they go all in on the side of their betrayers. It makes no sense correct thing to do is go okay vaccines are evil now i'll fight against it which is what this woman does maybe i'll play that video in the next five but i want to go to another video just to lift ourselves up a little bit just to remind ourselves again of what it takes to reclaim our humanity and how it's been systematically destroyed we're going to go to clip 10 and then 11 we'll roll right into it it's a tiktok mustache guy and he's talking about what has been done to american culture and how we can reclaim it let's watch 
the importance of third places. A third place is somewhere people hang out that isn't home and isn't work. Like cafes, clubs, bars, libraries, churches, parks, plazas, barbershops, you get the idea. This concept was coined by Ray Oldenburg, who described them as the anchors of communities, where relationships are formed through spontaneous conversations and art and activities. And throughout the U.S., we've lost them. In his book, Bowling Alone, Robert Putnam noted this has been a steady decline for decades, with dropping club memberships, church attendance, and other forms of social participation. Now, the causes behind this trend are complex and have to do with technology, polarization, institutional distrust, and the splintering of Christianity as our culture's default religion. That said, it's also largely perpetuated by car-dependent suburban sprawl. You see, all cities, big and small, used to have densely populated downtowns where people experienced chance encounters and supported local businesses with foot traffic. As Euclidean zoning segregated suburban housing from shopping districts, there's places slowly died out. Then private companies tried to fill the void with malls as the new town square, which were dominated by big businesses. But then they started dying too when online shopping took over. So now we've lost most of our gathering places outside of major cities. The third places most suburbs have today are car-dependent convenience chains like Starbucks or lifestyle centers in some wealthier areas, which are all just consumer-centric businesses modeled after how on-the-go we've become. Plus, every town still has that one bar where everyone meets and then drunkenly drives home from. But those are often depressing too, because rather than being one of several third places, they've become the single place people go each week to escape their life's routine. Because if you have to drive over 20 minutes to and from work every day, you likely don't have the time or the energy to then drive to a third place other than maybe on a Friday night. This is why people try to replicate community online through multiplayer video games and forums and social media groups. It's also how a lot of alternative scenes for skating and music are created in the suburbs by angsty kids who carve out spaces in basements and fire halls and abandoned lots. Good third places are hard to come by today. Ones that encourage regulars to just hang out for hours, talking to strangers or reading books with little to no pressure to buy things. Or ones that don't encourage rushing out the door with mobile orders. When you build mixed use neighborhoods that combine hoods that combine housing with commerce, foot traffic can support these places. Not to mention organic events pop up like block parties, barbecues, and yard sales. It's undeniable that technology has changed the ways we view community, but I don't think anything can replace the need for organic in-person connections that we get from third places. Without walkable communities, third places can't thrive. And without third places, we lose the heart of our communities. Which very good points. We'll expand on them on the other side. Stay with us, folks. Think about a world without InfoWars. Just take a moment and sit back and think about all the incredible guests and callers and stories we've broken together, this family that is InfoWars. Think about how InfoWars is cited by Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and Bolsonaro and other foreign leaders like Nigel Farage as being the main impetus towards firing up their main base to defeat the New World Order. The only reason humanity's still in the fight today is because the viewers and listeners of this broadcast have taken action and supported this show. I don't take the credit. I give you the credit. And now InfoWars is facing its darkest hours. It isn't going to give up. Without your support, we can be shut down. Please go to SaveInfoWars.com today. SaveInfoWars.com today and donate for our legal defense fund.
tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. Second hour has begun here at American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. We'll be taking your calls this hour, and we'll be moving on from the depressing segment of this show to the news segment of this show, which is also depressing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, hey, life's a tragedy, so you have to laugh at it, right? We'll get into Hurricane and, and the, the CBDCs and the Nord Stream pipeline and the war and the leftist terror that right-wingers are being subjected to and then laughed at for caring about all later this hour as well as your phone calls. But, again, this is not... It's not anything less than an existential battle for the fate of humanity, and we see one side on the side of humanity, that's us, and one side on the side of something else. I don't know what it is, their own power, I guess, greed, evil itself. You know, They're just on the side of Satan, I guess. They're certainly not on the side of humanity. They claim to be on the side of Earth, but most of what they do destroys Earth, so that can't be it. We see all of this, and, and again, it's like, are these things on purpose or by accident? Does it really matter if it's the same force bringing all of this about? Does it matter if it's on purpose or by accident? Does it matter if the oil production is shut down by orders from the WEF or a mysterious terroristic bombing? The effect is the same. It's all the same. So in that last video, we played uh, that TikToker who was talking about the importance of third spaces, in other words, spaces that aren't work or home. And, you know, obviously it was a TikTok video, so we just sort of scratched the surface on what's causing all of this. But you can see how many things go into this catastrophe, this collapse, and the way that it has a feedback sort of pattern where, you know, one of the reasons that there aren't walkable downtowns in America anymore is because of like white flight and crime where downtowns would be bustling and then they would you know the liberals would come in and say actually it's mean to punish criminals and so then criminals would start to flourish and now there's homeless camps popping up everywhere and people go yeah i'm not raising a kid around this i got to move out to the suburbs so they're forced out to the suburbs you had you know men's clubs it was totally normal several decades ago for Men to have spaces to go and hang out and the elk club or the the hunting lodge, whatever it was, that's misogynistic now. That gets destroyed so they don't have anywhere to go. It used to be the case where housework was handled, the, the house management, the economy of the house was done by a wife who, who stayed home and then you know the dad went to work and then at around 5 p.m. all the work was done for the day and everybody could just hang out and have a good time well now the very few precious moments of freedom that the average american has is dedicated to doing all of the things that should have been done <laughs> during the day right your weekends now are probably spent frantically cleaning your house and doing your laundry and trying just to keep up with all of the chores that again come about because the way our world was set up was to have somebody who was always at the house always taking care of it right so it's just as things start to fall apart as all of these things that the left will tell you are arbitrary and social 
inventions that aren't important or, or schemes to keep minorities down or women down. Like, no, it's because things were good and normal and this is the way it's supposed to be to raise happy families, to live in safe communities, to have small businesses, to know the people that you did business with. I mean every – and it was this way for a very, very, very long time. It's only in the last couple of decades that things have really started to escalate in the collapse and just fall apart at an increasingly rapid rate because all of the things that were normal and good have been deemed evil all of a sudden. And so there's nothing decent to replace it with. So instead what they're replacing it with is drugs and video games like Yuval Noah Harari says and guilt and political activism causing even more of this. So it's all just about getting back to what is normal and good, which is the American way, which is families who love each other and come together on the weekends to, to play baseball. Like that's all. The- You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. It's funny, we, we will move on from this topic, but we were just joking during the break about the fact that the only, the only, place, the only people that live in communities these days are, are homeless people, really. You're looking for a third place, a place that's not work or home. Uh, try the, the tent city down the block, right? Wander into the woods in Austin, Texas and find some trash kingdom that you can become a part of. You and the possums. It's, it's wonderful. It's good. It's great. But then, you know, that, that did get me thinking about the places that they have in places like LA where you pay like 1200 bucks a month and you get a bunk bed and everybody lives communally. And it's like, it's like being a bee, being, a, being an ant living in a hive with a bunch of other people. It's like one of the important parts about at least the American conception, but really any conception of, of the third place is that it's not your home. Your home is your own place. <laughs> your home is number one. Your work, your place of business is number two. And then the third place has to be separate from those. But when you destroy one, all of them go away. So now they want us to live in basically communes where we work from home so you're just you're just always um, surrounded by total strangers the co-op it's a co-op it's a co it's so beautiful this co-op i have partial ownership <laughs> yeah yeah partial ownership yeah that's the that's that's the watchword of the world economic forum you 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 partially own nothing i'm a stakeholder you you temporarily and partially own some things it's just such a pathetic existence they're trying to indoctrinate us into which is why they need censorship which is why they need the psychological operation to convince us into this because otherwise it would be obvious that they're putting us in a prison (laughs) they have two options well they have three options one leave us the hell alone go away and let us flourish they don't want to choose that option so they're left with two others either forcibly put us into camps and that'll piss everybody off. So the third option they're going with is convince everybody the camps are the best place because you make everywhere outside of the camps unlivable hellholes. <laughs> right? That's what they're going with. That's their plan. That's their operation. And boy, they're very, very good at it. And they're getting people to actually fight on their behalf. It is incredible how they get away with this crap. All right, we have a lot of video, uh, more videos to show you here. Uh, in fact, let's show some hurricane videos here. What I'll do first is uh, give out the phone number. The number to dial is one 789 2539 Give us a call here at American Journal. 
if our callers aren't, aren't depressed by the videos that I've already played. But there's some pretty devastating videos of the storm surge and the hurricane landing in Florida. Our prayers out to everybody in Florida. I cannot imagine that this could be easy to have uh, lived through. Let's start with clip number 13. It's a short one, but I mean, it looks like a freaking horror movie. It's a door buckling in from water pressure. Uh, this person who posted it said it happened to her husband. So he's standing there filming the door as the floodwaters rise and the floor bursts off its hinges. I mean, it literally looks like a like a scene from The Shining with, with floodwater instead of blood. And it just explodes inward. I mean, this is the type of pressure that we're talking about. And this is the scary thing about the hurricane. 90% of the time you'll be fine during a hurricane, but then it's just like you're like, wow, look, I'm glad this door is holding. And then boom, suddenly you're being washed out to sea. And, uh, you know, you just got to stay on your toes. Let's go to clip number 11 here. We were in the eye wall of Category 4 Hurricane Ian for over five hours, and the backside is the worst. Let's watch clip number 11. seeing incredible wind speeds and there's so many there's so many collections of this it's definitely one of those things that the modern availability of video high definition video capture is changing the way that we experience hurricanes or, or learn about hurricanes and there's so many so so many of these types of uh Videos. Let's go now to clip number one. Fort Myers from above has been completely leveled and destroyed. Let's take a look at Fort, Fort Myers here. And you can just see the widespread devastation as the entire area has been turned into a veritable swamp with rising floodwaters. We can go to clip number four here. This is a time lapse of the storm surge coming in on Sanibel Island, Florida. This is caught on a live traffic cam and I'm not sure how much time period has passed here, but they've time-lapsed it to about 20 seconds. And you can see a street going from no water to being totally and utterly flooded. Again, it's just the, the modern phenomena of the type of video capture technology that we have that you get a, a real perspective on just how quickly all of this comes in. Let's go to clip number six here. This is in Naples, Florida, where houses are now floating by. Again, we just hope that... Uh, aren't people in them when they are unmoored and then floating away down the uh, ocean. Let's pull down the audio, guys, because I, I didn't listen to the audio for these, so I don't know if there's things we shouldn't be hearing, as I imagine there are, as what else comes to your head when you see a house floating down the street. Let's go to clip number eight here. Storm surge so powerful from Hurricane Ian, it's brought sharks into the city streets of Fort Myers. There's some actually some pretty Pretty cool images of sharks swimming like down the highway in Florida. Shark hurricane, shark cane, the Sharknado. Sharknado. There's only one, Harrison. The Sharknado. I, I kind of like shark cane. Shark cane. Let's go to clip number 10 here. Water creeping up the first floor of our hotel. This is from a reporter. Says it looks like the inside of the Titanic cars are fully underwater. And as you can see here, the floodwaters, you can actually see them climbing in, in real time as they take over uh, more and more steps and stairs. Again, just just incredible damage being done. But, you know, like I was saying yesterday, the damage done by hurricanes are also an opportunity to show the power of community and power of America itself. 
Let's go to clip number 12 here. It's 40,000 plus linemen, electrical workers waiting by in Florida, ready to work as soon as they can. So as soon as this, the storm passes, you can just see almost as far as the eye can see line upon line upon line of utility truck ready to go to work and repair the precious infrastructure that's being damaged by the hurricane or to get it back. You know, it's like, it's just a reminder. America is just so overwhelmingly powerful. Like, let's just go back to that video. I don't know if you're a radio listener, maybe you've seen this video. I think it was posted on Barstool Sports on Twitter, but I mean, it's just uncountable, just thousands upon thousands upon thousands of these utility trucks. Every one of them houses a highly trained, competent technician, I would assume, right? What they're doing is incredibly dangerous. Working as a lineman is like one of the most dangerous jobs you can have in this country these days. And I mean, every one of these trucks, I don't know, what do you think it costs? Seventy, eighty thousand dollars with all the equipment and everything on it. I mean, there is no shortage of talent or capability or hardworking people or technical prowess. There, there's nothing that this country lacks other than good leadership. That's all we're missing. That's all that we don't have. That's all that we need at this point is somebody to take the incredible potential that this country has boiling just under the surface and instead of actively undermine and destroy it. Just turn it loose. Just let it go. Just get out of the way. So again, we pray for the people in Florida. It absolutely absolutely looks devastating. In fact, we were wanting to talk to some people from Florida on the show today to ask what it was like, and obviously electricity is not up quite yet. But it is a crazy thing. Folks, we're going to, again, be taking your calls throughout this hour. We're going we're gonna to show you some videos in the next segment about what Joe Biden's been up to. But just a quick reminder, the takeover, the collapse, the destruction being wrought at the hands of the globalists is ongoing, increasing, and having massive effect. And it seems like the only thing that they actually fear standing up against them is Infowars, and they're doing everything they can to destroy us. So we're doing everything we can to survive. All we ask is that you support us in this mission. We'll do everything we can. We will not stop fighting. We will not buckle under this load. But all that we ask is that you contribute whatever you can to pursuing this crusade and fighting back against this devious and hateful regime that is slowly but surely taking control of the entire world. Go to SaveInfoWars.com to do just that. SaveInfoWars.com to contribute today. The biggest sale of 2022 is now live exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. The InfoWarsStore Super Sale is now live. 40 to 50% off. Bare minimum, 40% off. Many of the products, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The most exciting of all these incredible products is X3. All three of the very best types of iodine that are natural and pure that actually get into your cells are in X3. The deep earth crystal iodine and two other types to maximize full absorption. This really is the missing link. X3 sold out for a long time. is finally back in stock. Available at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. Now, it takes a few weeks for this high-quality iodine to kick in, but almost everybody after that feels the effects. It's not just for your immune system, but it's for your energy and so much more. X3 back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com, 50% off. One of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to 
to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. Infowars.com forward slash crypto. That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Objection. Your advertisement from your cryptocurrency page. People care about the First Amendment. And in the cryptocurrency, the cryptocurrency page, people can give you in Bitcoin, yes? Yes. Ethereum, right? Yes. As well as XRP, Monero, Litecoin, USD coin, Dogecoin, and Stellar. This is it. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Thanks to your donations and your support at InfoWarsStore.com, InfoWars is able to broadcast free worldwide, combating the lies of the Great Reset. Give crypto fun InfoWars. Donate now. InfoWars.com forward slash crypto. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. How you get so much favor on your side? Accept the measure, Lord and Savior, I replied. That should love that neighbor, not divide. I'm a rat. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are now taking your calls here at American Journal. Give us a ring, won't you? The number to dial is 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. We have a lot of regular callers from Florida. If you're in Florida right now, give us a call. Tell us what the hurricane has been like, uh, how it's been in, in your area, and just let us know you're okay. If you're a regular caller from uh, Florida, we, we were, we're worrying about you. Give us a call. Let us know how things are going there. 1-877-789-2539. Give us a call. 1-877-789-2539. It's just everywhere all the time, constantly. It never ends. The hypocrisy and failure of the left. Again, I would love – I would just love if we had two reasonable parties, like if things were as they are – as they appear to be. If you had Republicans that were a little bit more conservative and liberals that were a little bit more liberal and then in the middle, you know, you had the, the American idea and, and everybody just wanted things to be best for everyone. Like if that was the case, wouldn't it – wouldn't that be a wonderful world? Wouldn't we be able to exist together unified and a single nation as, as one big family knowing that we have our differences but at the end of the day we love each other? Like wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be nice if – Instead, we had that instead of what we have today, instead of one side that is just unbelievably, indescribably, just bafflingly hypocritical, deceptive, hateful, violent, destructive, like just all of the worst things in the world. And then the other side is just complicit and incompetent and worthless, right? This, this is where we're this is where we are. This is what we're stuck between. And it's horrific. And I, I you know, I wish the Republicans were even worth supporting. Maybe they will be in a couple years. Maybe now that we actually have decent people running for office, we can get them into place and actually support them and make some moves in that regard. Then, then maybe we can regain some ground. But as of now, I mean, the Republican Party is just so un I mean, worse than worthless. Uh, honestly, they're worse than worthless. They do nothing but pursue war and and vanity projects that often just coincide with the ridiculous smears from the left to give them more ammo to argue against conservatives. So like it's no wonder why 
the average person out there thinks the only thing Repo- Republicans or conservatives care about is is stopping women from being themselves. Just like, well, what have we what have we done? What's Mitch McConnell and, and Lindsey Graham been up to for the last couple months? I mean, the things they could be working on are inflation and crime and the border and the the economy and I mean, just any number of things where the Democrats have failed. Instead, they're filing federal abortion laws that will never pass but do give plenty of ammo to the left like this is where this is where we are now but it would it really wouldn't even be that bad if we didn't have the leftists who are just indefensible i mean it's honestly it's just the most depressing part about it is that people can't see this for what it is we'll we'll play a clip here hopefully maybe when you see it all in one package it's a little bit more apparent but just watch the news any day i mean you see i mean this is the overwhelming talking point it is the left calling for violence it is the left calling conservatives nazis calling them despicable domestic terrorists and it has real outcomes right people actually believe this stuff and then go out and kill children that they think are republican because republicans are extremists now and they're doing the right thing. They're, they're punching Nazis in the face who are Nazis. Well, anybody we don't like, right? So again, maybe when you see all of these things in one package, it's a little bit more apparent. But it shouldn't take a compilation like this to get people to realize what's going on, especially when they're primed continuously on the right. It's like everything Trump says, read into it, figure out how you can twist it to be some sort of dangerous threat that you can freak out about when it's the left actually doing the things that they fearmonger the right doing. It goes completely over their head, and, and I don't understand it. Let's go now to clip number 14. Folks are evil. There is an ultra-right MAGA um, contention in this country that wants to overthrow the U.S. government. It is a danger to our democracy. It is a danger to our way of life. The MAGA movement is a threat. The extremists that we're dealing with every single day, we've got to kill and confront that movement. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Obviously, Republicans, I think, are the biggest threat to democracy. We don't separate right-wing extremists and Republican Party anymore. I see this as a party, uh, a MAGA party, that uh, no longer is confident that they can win elections with votes. And so now they're seeking to enact their political will through violence. This is literally what conservative white folks do when they don't get their way. They turn violent. Today's GOP is no longer a political movement. It is a fascist movement. And this is why it could be more dangerous than 1860 or the 1930s. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. Maybe now it is all about the violence. It all is about an insurrection. It all is. In, in his mind about a civil war. It feels like we are not just at the brink of a civil war, but that one has already begun. The fact that the, the base is getting smaller, it makes it more dangerous in a lot of ways because those are the people who are willing to do things like take up arms and, and press the questions that lead to, press the questions and tactics that lead to civil war. This is someone who held that office who is basically saying to Americans, there should be civil war. Look at what he's doing last night, as you know, that you know, more or less salutes that are either QAnon or almost look like Nazism. You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour, and you have these rows of young men 
with their arms raised. These crazed, deranged folks who want to impart evil in every facet of our society. Clearly, you know, this is a um, literally call to arms. So there you go. They've said it themselves. Call to arms against you, war against you. And so so what, what, what option do you have now when the entire Democrat Party has declared you a terrorist and an enemy of their state? They're ending with a clip from Owen Schroer on the war room. Of course, that's just language. That's just the staccatic part of the terror that they're bringing. Let's just look to some of the things happening you know, today. Let's look at some headlines from just one day in this world where we're told continuously that Republicans and conservatives are an existential threat. They're evil. They're violent. Name one. Name just one example. Oh, January 6th, where a bunch of protesters were shot and killed by the police. Okay, good, great example. Well done. Where nothing, pretty much anything at all was damaged except for a couple windows. Okay, fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah, good point. I guess you proved me wrong. Meanwhile, Highland Park 4th of July massacre. First lawsuits filed, call attack predictable and preventable. This, of course, was a uh, far-left transgender activist opening fire on a July 4th parade. Gee, sounds an awful lot like politically motivated terror to me but hey it's just a mass shooting no need to read into that right what about the michigan man who claims he accidentally shot an 84 year old pro-life volunteer during an argument he hasn't even been charged an 84 year old woman was shot while campaigning against a michigan uh, ballot measure that would legalize abortion so you know a right winger campaigning for pro-life and is uh, shot dead and the guy doesn't even get charged that again this week vice news is baffled by this they say republicans are furious a driver was released after killing an extremist teen yeah they're so mad that this politically motivated attack killed a kid they're so bad bad people everything i predicted from the globalist own documents from their own admissions is now happening Infowars credibility my credibility has never been higher and it's because of your backing of this operation that I can steadfastly, despite the censorship and the boycotts and the attacks and the lawsuits, stay on air. But now we're reaching the most critical juncture in the fight together. So I want to ask all of you today to help keep me on the air. In my decades on air, I've never asked for personal donations, but I'm being forced by the bankruptcy court to pay for 40% of the legal fees, and I can't fund those myself. It's unsustainable. So please visit SaveInfoWars.com. SaveInfoWars.com, where you can make straight donations, five, ten, fifty, hundred dollars, whatever you can, so that I can continue to persevere. I'll never give up, I'll never give in, but I could give out. Thank you for your support. Wouldn't be here without you. SaveInfoWars.com. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. We're going to go to phone calls in just a second. I have good news. We have discovered who is responsible for the destruction of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Believe it or not, I mean, how's this for coincidence? They actually found the Russian passport of the bomber floating in the ocean right there next to the pipeline. Isn't that amazing? Completely intact. Totally good. Two blocks away. Two blocks away. 
they find this passport of the person that did it. Isn't that wild? And it was a Russian, Vladimir Putin himself. It was Vladimir Putin's passport. It was found there at the scene of the crime. And if you don't trust that, you're a conspiracy theorist. How dare you question the official story? <laughs> uh, kidding, of course, because, I mean, that's ridiculous, right? I mean, who could, what type of thing would, would that be, right? How would the passport even survive the explosion? It, it makes no sense, does it? Does it? The U.N. Security Council is going to meet over the Nord Stream leaks on Friday. The U.N. Security Council will meet Friday to discuss the leaks on Nord Stream's pipeline in the Baltic Sea, suspected to be sabotage, Sweden's foreign minister Ann Lindy said on Wednesday. As the current Security Council president, France has informed us today that Russia has requested a meeting about the Nord Stream leaks, and this meeting is being planned for Friday, Lindy told a press conference. If you want a good laugh, just search like Nord Stream Pipeline on Google, and literally every link there is just like, Russia's attack on the Nord Stream Pipeline shows they're serious about energy warfare. And it's just like, you feel like providing any evidence for that? Or even comporting your assertion with basic logic? Any desire to have this make any sense? No? Okay, great, wonderful. Well, fantastic. So they are gonna they are gonna meet. Russia has has called the meeting, you know, like a guilty person does. It's totally insane. Speaking of insane, just worth mentioning. Just another example of this taking place. Yesterday, world-renowned grand uh, chess grandmaster Anatoly Karpov was supposed to open a movie screening event at UN Geneva. Sadly, the Swiss authorities decided to deny him entry into the country. It's unfortunate that Switzerland nowadays prioritizes, uh, politicizes rather, even cultural events. And this is one of the things about the, the war in Russia that is totally unique, and people are just accepting in, a, in the most bizarre way. Never before has it seemed like the people that are taking us to war with the country are taking us to war with every individual of that ethnicity. But that's what's happening with Russia. Like it's it's incredibly bizarre. Even during, you know, the Cold War or World War II, there were certain things that like you'd have chess championships. In fact, it was a very big deal, the chess championships between America and Russia during at the heights of the Cold War when these two intractable political opponents were pointing hundreds and thousands of nukes at each other. They were still able to compete in a respectable way on the sports field or at the chess table. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now, if you're Russian, you're evil and you can't even come into our country. You know, Switzerland. Switzerland, not exactly known to take extreme sides in wars, right? The place where anybody was always welcome, always 100% of the time, no matter what was going on around them. Not anymore. Not anymore. Now, if you're simply Russian, if you were simply born in the country of Russia, it doesn't matter what your political positions are, if you have any power or not, if you're a, a world famous, legendary Russian grandmaster of chess, you're not allowed in the country, just like Russian young, young people are not allowed to go to university in the UK, just like the Russian you know, sportsmen and, and tennis players aren't allowed to come to tournaments in the West. This is totally unprecedented. This is unique on, in world history as far as I can tell, at least modern world history, at least since we rose out of the, the dark ages, I guess. This has never been the case, but it's the case now. And it's insane. It's completely insane. It's really a, a Naziistic kind of style of uh, of thinking about things, right?
It's not that our government is at war with their government and they're competing ideologies that have to be settled. But on an individual level, you know, it's like most wars, it's we are not at war with the Russian people. We love the Russian people, but we – you are being taken advantage of and we want to free you from the domination of your – not anymore. No, no. Now it's like, no, we are at war with the Russian people. All American people are at war with all Russian people and you have to despise them and hate them and even kick them out of your personal life. We have to change the name of our restaurant from the Russian house because Russia itself is evil now. I don't know. Sounds a lot like how the Nazis treated the Jews, but that's just me. Let's go out to the phone calls now. Marcus in Ohio has exclusive news from the Nord Stream Pipeline. Thanks for calling in, Marcus. You are on the air. Yes, sir. Good morning, Mr. Harrison. How you been? Very good, sir. Good to hear from you. Thank you. You too. Uh, yeah, I had forward over some information pretty critical to the whole ordeal uh, on the show map or uh, show tips. I'm sorry. Mm. And I was hoping they could bring it up for you. I'm not, I'm also, not sure we're signed into it right now. What, what did you send? Uh, it was just a group chat of all the uh, world leaders about it. It was something satirical, but it would be pretty funny. And also, oh, it looks like we have it. Up, Is this it? Yes. I, I don't. I can't see it. So Putin says boom. Zelensky says yes, what? Boom. Bunch of question marks. So yeah, it's like a a group chat between world leaders. Hey, and guys, while that's going on, I was gonna. I was going to bring up, since you brought up the chest uh, stuff, I don't know, a few weeks ago there was some allegations of somebody cheating in chess against that Mangus guy. Uh, Magnus Carlson, yeah. Magnus? Yeah. Says Did he, you see? He, yeah, he won't compete against this certain player, who I guess the player had admitted to cheating before, and Magnus Carlson was like, yeah, he's still cheating. Well, the one article I read of how he cheated is he used the certain kind of bead that goes somewhere in the back. I don't know if I can say that here. And it was like, took up to a freaking AI chess computer and it was telling him like it was vibrate for which moves to make. I just think it's hilarious. It was, it was an actual news article. I didn't make this one up. Yeah. I mean, that's, you can look it up. that's certainly what it would take to cheat in chess. It's not like they have a better chess player behind the scenes, uh, you know, yeah. who can, who can feed stuff to them. Right. Yeah. You have, you have it hooked up to, uh, an AI or you know some sort of computer, and you're just making moves on their behalf. Again, that was sort of a vague accusation from Magnus Carlson, who, as far as I can tell, is an awesome dude who I really like. There's a really good um, documentary about Magnus Carlson, uh, who you know he was one of these guys at like eight years old who was playing games against 19 different Russian or uh, chess grandmasters at the same time and in, in defeating all of them. Really, one Hold of these on. totally unique examples of. Uh, of I'm human sorry, genius. We, we are we are so confused, Marcus. If you're on the line, yes. Uh, this this apparatus that the guy used to cheat, it was yes, receiving sir. remote commands and yeah, correct. And, and I don't know if I can say mm. the first word. It's a four letter word starts with A, ends with an L. Anal, anal beads. Yeah, anal beads. No. they were what? yeah. Google it, Google it, just Google church, uh, Don't Google anal beads. Anal beads. Do not Google <laughs> anal beads. Hilarious. Do not search that on but, Amazon. Oh my God. See, but it's one of those I, things. I, it's, yeah. I was just going to clear the line for somebody else. <laughs> it's just but. so, it's so bizarre. Like why? I don't know. I honestly, I honestly just don't get the idea of cheating. Like, are you proud? Are you proud of what you've done? You're proud that you like are are receiving praise for something that you didn't even do. This is it's just evil, man. It's just like 
It's just everywhere. The whole, world, LGBT chess the whole world champion. is crazy right now. Sometimes I wake up, I don't even believe I'm in the real world. I used to, like a, it's really Orwellian. It's funny to say, I keep saying it, but like one example I noticed the other day was I've, I've, I'm in Ohio, obviously, and I saw ad campaigns for JD Vance. And mm-hmm. for a month or so, was talk about how he was a never Trumper and how he was going to hold his nose and vote for Hillary Clinton and all this. And then one day I wake up. It's like Trump endorsed candidate wins so and so. I'm like, what? Like, I don't know, but that's just yeah, a minute story. Everything's insane and backwards. Thanks so much for your call, Marcus. We'll get out to more phone calls in the other, uh, on the other side. one 2539 Yeah, there's a story at New York Post. This is just the world we live in. You know, it's like now when you go to, to a chess tournament, are you going to have to get strip searched, cavity searched? I guess so. It's just the modern world. That's just the way it is. Why don't we talk about cryptocurrency? Because one of the ways that your audience, you encourage your audience to give you money is in cryptocurrency donations, right? Yes. And you have a page on your website that's just for cryptocurrency donations, right? Infowars.com forward slash crypto. Is that a little advertisement just there? Well, we're fighting the deep state. We need okay. money. All right. This is it. Give crypto fun Infowars. Sponsor us with Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, right? That will end up as a clip on your show tonight. Your advertisement for your cryptocurrency page. You know, I mean, I mean, people want to keep us in the fight. So I, I, I mean, I hope whoever the big whales are, they'll give us money before we keep doing it. We'll just keep, we'll just keep minting money as you're in this courtroom. Objection! Objection! All right, let's move on. And people care about the First Amendment. And- been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war, but I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Oh, a silent beginning to to, to this uh, segment here. Welcome back, folks. This is American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very glad that you're here with us. We'll be taking more of your phone calls today. Uh, Let's take another... Another trip, another little vacation into the nonsense hell world of liberal psychology. And watch this video by this guy. His name's uh, Ari, I think. He's really good. He's the guy that went out and he was asking black people in New York City if they had an, uh, an ID, talking about voter ID and the claims that black people didn't know how to get IDs. <laughs> it's all the black people being like, 
that's offensive. And he's like, yeah, I know. He's like, I know. Trust me. Ari Hoffman or something. I, shoot, I should I, we'll find, we'll find out the guy's name while you watch it. But, uh, he just does a great job of going out and he's not super contentious. He's not like trying to, to get people's goat and trying to like get them to say stuff stupid. He's just ask them very simple questions that are in sort of the public consciousness at the time and just records a reaction. And it's really incredible. He went around asking people about Joe Biden's greatest accomplishment, why they love Joe Biden and how good he's been for America. We hear it all the time from every news station. America is flourishing. I mean, it's not. It, everything is worse. Everything is significantly worse. In fact, we have numbers to show it because it's science, not even subjective. It's a totally objective truth. When Biden took office, and remember, Biden took office like over a year into the pandemic, right? And remember, the pandemic was launched in part to destroy Trump's greatest argument, which was he saved the American economy. See, the, the coronavirus had so many good things when you're a globalist, right? It separated people. It gave people PTSD. It destroyed the minds of young people. It separated young people from their compatriots and kept them online and, and masked. So it uh, you know hampered their development. It made people angry at each other. It caused families to divide. It gave you the excuse to do the vaccine rollout, the mRNA vaccine that nobody would have liked or accepted unless you did something like the coronavirus. It gave them an example, a, a chance to introduce mail-in voting and made cheating that much easier. I, I mean, it stopped the campaign in 2020. So you couldn't actually see the comparison between the Biden crowds and the Trump crowds and the behavior of those two parties. It had so many positive things for the globalists, right? Terrible for all of us, just absolutely horrifically negative for the rest of us. It allowed the, you know, it, it, was, an, it was a sample. The WEF themselves wrote in an article, this was a test of human psychology. The coronavirus was a test and humanity failed. It was a test to see how many ridiculous and nonsensical things they could get humans to do if you told them that the alternative was death and people fell for it. People are still falling for it. I was watching this podcast called Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. They're talking about Howard Stern. In September 2022, Howard Stern is mad that his wife went to a wedding and made her wear a mask. It's like, it's 2022, man. Like, who are these people? There's still people that are living literally in their basements. They're literally holed up and they wear masks inside and they get triple vaccinated. And it's, nope. I never, I never lived like that. I never, I mean, I never changed, changed my agenda at all as far as I could, as long as things were open. I always went out and did things during the pandemic, but some people for months experienced that. Some people are still experiencing that to this day. They are damaged psychologically and it was all on purpose. We know this. So all of this is to say that these numbers we're about to give you about what things were like when Biden took office this was already deep into the pandemic and the economic shutdown, the other thing that the globalists really wanted to do, and coronavirus gave them the excuse to do it. If not, it wasn't a good reason to do it, but it was reason enough to trick everybody. So when Biden did take office, inflation was 1.4%. Today, inflation stands at 8.3%. Gas was $2.39. It is today $3.75. A 30-year fixed mortgage uh, mortgage could be found at 2.65%. Now that 30-year fixed mortgage is at 7.8%, triple. Median asking rent was $1,625, and now that's skyrocketed to $2,039, increased nearly $500. NASDAQ 
previously stood at 13,342. It now stands at 10,829, meaning the stock market under Biden has lost $7.6 trillion in market value. That has been just the very surface level financial impact of Biden. Let's not even get into crime rates and just literally everything else. I mean crime rates and the border crossings and the economic collapse in more minute detail is even more devastating and just the number of people on drugs, the number of people who have died from fentanyl overdoses, the number – every number has gone horrifically into the red since Biden has taken office. So this content maker Ari went out to ask people what they thought of Biden and what some of his greatest accomplishments were or are. Let's see what they have to say. Clip number one. It's just sort of like helped ease um, some of like the distress. It's just like a, more like a vibe. Yeah, yeah. He respects human lives a lot more. I think the intention is there at least. Look, what was the number one thing that Joe Biden did last year? You're like, yeah, I'm down with that. He was a Republican. I guess he, at the very least, stands for much more unity. He tries to support all different types of people. He doesn't try to marginalize anyone or... Um, except, for, except Republicans. Well, for sure. <laughs> if you want to be a part, if you want to be included, you can be. Right. If you, if you stand by his policies and what he stands for, then you're, you're in. Yeah. In terms of unification, anything in particular you can point to about how he's unified the country? Um... Again, I don't know. In terms of like actual like policies, anything that comes to mind? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> anything come to mind? Nah. No. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I, Is there a particular policy that you can point to? No. I, I don't know. Really. What do you think he's accomplished? Like actually gotten done? Honestly, I can't tell you for sure. Um. Not really anything coming to mind. Um. I'm like blanking. Foreign policy-wise, anything you can think of, or economically? No. What would you say he accomplished in his first year? Take your time. Lord. I don't really know. Not going to give you a good answer. Not that I can think of. Anything you can think of? Not that I can think of at the moment. Anything like economically or socially you can point to? Economically, yeah. What kind of question? Do you think Joe Biden's done a good job as president? Any in particular that kind of jump out to you? Um... I don't know. Not so much. Yeah, I can't really think of anything right now. Sorry I let you down, yeah. brother. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was expecting more from you guys. Like, I know. Oh, not a lot Sorry. going on. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to see a comparison from like 2017. People asking about Trump. She would have been like, how much time do you have? <laughs> how much time do you, do you know all of the wonderful things he's done so far? He's building the wall. He's doing this. He's doing this. Of course, not all of it got done because he... 
he had the Republican Party and the FBI and the mainstream media and the Democrat Party and everybody else working actively against him and, and creating scandal after scandal after scandal from absolutely thin air. There was nothing there. There's just so much scandal when it comes to Biden, just continual scandal every day. There's some embarrassment or some revelation of horrific doings from the Biden clan himself or his family or his administration or anybody involved in it. I mean, it's just so insane. And of course, they can't point to any actual accomplishments because there have been none. But the things that he has done have been incredibly damaging that nobody's in favor of, like starting a war in Ukraine and getting us towards World War III. They don't even recognize that. But they say that he's done well. He's done a good job because the vibe is better, right? So again, it's like, do these people not realize that the, all of the all of the anger and all of the hatred and all of the disunity that they were experiencing during Trump's administration was not because of Trump. It was because of the media and because of the leftists and liberals who were just psychopathic and just ruined everything for everyone because they couldn't get their way. Like, do you not realize that? Do you think that was Trump's fault somehow? What could Trump have – Trump, every time Trump gave a speech as president, it was unifying. It was both sides are good. It was – I mean – it was always something that they should love, that they should be in favor of. That was on their behalf because they're Americans and he was a, a pro-American guy. The only thing Joe Biden has done is so disunity with every speech of his. And they say in that video, the woman's like, well, it, there's more of a sense of unity. And it's like, well, that's first of all wrong. He's literally giving speeches where he's saying everybody that votes for Republican is a domestic terrorist. Did you miss that part? But that's not disunity, uh, apparently, according to them. It's just that the rest of the media isn't having a, a hyperventilating meltdown every five minutes. And so people are just like, oh, my God, the world has finally calmed down. It's like, yeah, it's because they, they were really freaked out that you were going to free yourself. And now that you're back in the cage, they can calm everything down. Just wake up, please, for the love of God, just wake up. The biggest sale of 2022 is now live. It's only running in the last week of September and the first week of October. Dozens of our best-selling products are finally back in stock, and they're 40 to 50% off across the board. And the most important of them all is Survival Shield X3. All three types of the very best iodine documented to not just boost your libido, your stamina, your health, your energy, your cells, your immune system, but to overall give you more energy. It's the foundation of everything from energy to fertility. X3, 50% off, is finally back in stock exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. You've heard the callers. You've seen the rave reviews. Now experience X3 for yourself exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com, 50% off. And while you're there, check out some of the other great products that are finally back in stock and massively discounted as well. Part of the Store Super Sale running for two weeks only. Again, X3 back in stock, 50% off.